Get ready business owners that make under a million dollars per year. I'm getting ready to launch my brand new online Dominate Zero to a Million Dollars Business Hub with the goal of giving small business owners what they need to grow their business past their first million dollars. With the tips, the tools, the processes, the frameworks and the trainings to scale their business past the first million dollars without wasting years and millions of dollars like I did with all the trials, errors and mistakes that cost me. This will give those of you out there wanting to make your first million dollars the fast track to scaling your business. Stay tuned for the launch. Social media can be our best friend, but it can also be our worst enemy. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I want to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life, to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubt is wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. Is social media giving you a false sense of validation? I got completely lost in it and here's how not to get lost in social media or allow it to create false validation for you. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Only recently I was just thinking about social media and I was thinking about how I make decisions. And what became very apparent was that a lot of the time I was making decisions in my own life because of a skewed concept that I had around my own self-validation, around my own self-worth, and around what I was trying to show others versus what I really wanted. Now, I don't know whether this was a good thing, a bad thing, a benefit or a drawback. I'm not really too sure. But I just noticed that I was sitting here and I was trying to figure out some of the stuff that I wanted to work on in our business growth odyssey with other business owners. And I was thinking about the run sheet of business growth odyssey. And I thought, what would I love to teach? And then I started thinking about everybody else in the room. I started thinking about what everyone else wanted. And I noticed that I was actually losing myself in the thought process because I was more worried about everybody else and not myself. Now, I am a business owner, so I'm going to be aware of things like the customer journey, what customers want. That's going to be super important as a business owner because I think it's pretty arrogant to think that and potentially ignorant as well or both. If you're just focused on you, it is important to think about the customer, but I noticed how often I thought about everybody else and not myself and what I was trying to accomplish and what I was trying to achieve. And I sort of grabbed my journal and I sat down. I I really thought about this and it threw me into a bit of a downhill spiral for three days. Not a downhill spiral, actually. I should change my languaging around that. Okay, all of you know that language is important. But I was just sitting here and I was thinking, shit, how often do I allow external validation to dictate my thinking? How often do I make business decisions based on either customers or other people or trying to make other people happy around me? What I realized is that I do this most of the time. That is very, very hard for me to make a clearly defined decision based on what I want because I'm thinking about our customers all the time. I'm thinking about social media and the likes and the followers that we have on social media. And it sort of dropped me into a deep thinking space for a couple of days. And I just woke up the following day and I started journaling. And like I said, this was about a three-day process. It sounds like a lot journaling for three days, but it's sort of not because I'd have breaks. I'd go out for a little bit. I'd train. But I just really thought about what it is that drives me and what drives my behavior. 
Now, you probably heard some previous episodes about winning in life and making sure you clearly define what winning looks like. But what I didn't realize was how lost I got in trying to get likes and followers on social media to grow our business. And this was a massive, massive, massive realization of how much myself and other people around me are driven by social media. Now, it's not a good thing or it's not a bad thing. I think it's good for business owners to be able to realize that you do have customers and that customers are important and their decisions matter. I think that's good business ownership. But I didn't realize how much the crossover had infected my own brain. And I'm going to use that word of infection because social media for me was like an infection. I didn't realize how much it had infected my thinking around my decisions in business. I looked back at all these different events that I'd run and trying to make sure that everyone in the room was happy, trying to make sure that everyone in the room got something out of it versus what's the message that I'm trying to get across to everybody. And I noticed that I'd done myself and other people a disservice by just not being as authentic as what I would have wanted. I thought I was being authentic, but my authenticity was coming from allowing other people to infiltrate my thinking. And I was thinking about them. I was thinking about if they're in the room, how do I get them the best results? How do I help them to achieve the most? How do I help them to do something? How do I make sure that on social media, we're getting more followers? So what's the algorithm picking up? What am I displaying? What am I demonstrating? What are we putting out? You know, What's getting the most likes? What's getting the most followers? And I was looking at the data because that's what I've been trained how to do in marketing. That's what I've been trained how to do in sales. That's how I've been trained how to do things as a business owner. But social media, I think more than anything, had infected my mind to be thinking about everybody else, not myself, and my message, and the message that I was trying to share with other people. So I had to get back to what I was really trying to do in life, and I had to strip away a lot of the stuff that I was doing. And what I realized was the one thing that I really loved was helping people be successful. That's the one thing that drove me to start this business. The real clear one thing was I just wanted not only myself to be successful, but I wanted other people to be successful in life. I realized that most people don't feel successful because they just don't set themselves up for success. For instance, there are lots of business owners out there who don't look after their health. But when you don't look after your health, you don't feel successful because when you rock up to jobs and you feel fat and you feel bloated and you're tired, it's very, very hard to feel successful, even with a shit ton of money. There are people out there who look really good and focus on their training and exercising, but are broke and don't have any money. And so that's not successful either because they know in the back of their mind that money is impacting their ability to generate wealth and to live the lifestyle that they want. If you've got a shitty intimate relationship and it doesn't work because it's not supporting you and it's not supporting your lifestyle and you guys aren't working together on a common objective with your intimate partner, then it's very, very hard to feel successful. So once I got clear and stripped away all the bullshit and I stopped thinking about everybody else, I realized that I'd gone so far off track that now I was trying to help everybody else versus displaying and demonstrating a message that I knew deep inside that was important to me. And that was helping people to be successful. Once I got clear on that, it was like this just fire lit inside my belly again. And I've been working flat out. I've been pushing hard in life. And our business growth has just kicked into gear to a whole nother level. I've been putting in more hours, but I don't feel burnt out. I don't feel overstimulated. I just feel like I want to deliver this message to the world. And that was really getting clear with myself again. And I think in this day and age, way too many people use social media for validation. And that's what I was doing. I was using social media to validate. I would put up a picture of my car on social media and the next second, we're getting you know hundreds more likes than what we normally do. Now, I don't have a huge following at the moment, but I still noticed that the amount of likes and followers would go up based on me posting about my car 
over posting about my message. And once I stripped that away, I went, uh, I need to be using the car to deliver the message of what success looks like because that was once a goal. And I'd accomplished that goal, I'd accomplished the dream, and now I get to drive something I love that makes me feel like I'm achieving because I am achieving. That's something that I worked really, really hard for. So it makes me feel successful. I didn't dress like I was successful. I started downgrading the way I dressed because I would just dress for comfort. And I started getting a bit slack with the way I dressed. Whereas recently, I've been dressing up a lot nicer, making sure I'm getting proper tailored fitted clothes again. And now, again, I'm feeling more successful. I've noticed my training has gone up to another level. My nutrition's gone up because I want to feel more successful in my body. I've noticed that I'm having different conversations with Jess in our relationship because to me, success comes through our relationship as well. And we discuss what winning looks like to both of us, how we're going to work on that together. And so the conversations have changed. In the last week, I've spoken to four or five business owners that probably have a net worth of maybe about five to $600 million between them. Actually, maybe even more, I'm not sure. But those conversations, when I mention this and I explain why I'm so driven to help people, I watch their faces light up because I said success doesn't just come from monetary and it doesn't just come from your mindset. You know, normally business owners reach out when they feel lost or when they feel stuck or they've been running off of pain, running off of adrenaline. So normally a lot of people reach out to me when they either hit rock bottom or when they feel lost or, you know, when they're not sure what they're doing anymore and they sort of reach out because they've been trying to figure it out themselves and haven't been able to do it. So they come to me. This isn't everybody, by the way. A lot of people do come to me as well because they just want exponential growth and they know that it comes through their mindset and their skill set. Like there's only two ways that you can grow in life, really. It's skill set and mindset. If you've got shit skills and a great mindset, you can sit there and do all the affirmations and all the self-belief work you want, but you're not going to achieve anything. And then there are some people out there with an amazing skill set that don't have the right mindset. And because of that self-doubt, worry, concerns, fears, just hold them back. If you're listening to this right now, which you are obviously, but if you're listening to this, one of those two is going to resonate with you because you'll know that you need to either work on certain skill sets or you need to work on your mindset. You can't skip both of those things. You've got to keep working on both of them if you want growth. And so you just got to define which ones they are and keep working on them. Real quick, Driven Mofos, you know I don't run any advertising or sell anyone else's shit on this podcast. So the only thing that I'll ever ask from you is that you help me get this podcast out to more people and spread the word by rating and reviewing this podcast. I promise it will only take 10 seconds. So please rate and review if you haven't already done so. And thank you in advance. I was working with a business owner yesterday and they have a reasonably successful business and we were just working on some of the skill sets that they need to develop. Now they are an amazing practitioner at what they do and they make a lot of money for what they do. But the thing is, they're trying to build a business now, and they've got a team of about 15 people. And in that team, they're having a lot of people problems in the team, management issues, leadership issues. Now, they're not huge, but they're frustrating to them. And what I sat down, or when I sat down with them, and we went through and we discussed this, they realized that the skill set that they were trying to develop isn't the skill set of them being great at their art or great at the therapy that they do. They need to be great at leadership now, that they have moved from doing to now being a business owner. And they're two completely different skill sets. You can be a great physiotherapist, but be absolutely dog shit at business. You can be a plumber, but you can be shit at business. And most plumbers, most electricians, most tradies are. Most tradies are really shit at business. They're great at their skill set, but crap at business, which is why most of them complain about staff. They complain about cash flow. They complain about you know a whole bunch of stuff in their business because they're not a business owner. They're a tradie. And until they develop the skill set of being a business owner and understanding you know, the numbers behind the business, understanding how to lead people, how to manage people, what management systems look like, how to hire the right people. 
then it's going to be a huge roadblock for them and their financial wealth and their ability to take time off because they just don't have the skill set of a business owner. They've got a skill set somewhere else. That's just how business growth occurs in most cases. But also, they've probably got a shitty mindset. You know, if they wake up in the morning, they're all stressed out and they go on a work stress, then their whole day is going to be full of stress because most days are a projection of our own thoughts. So if little things trigger you, then you're always going to be triggered. If you get frustrated, then you're going to be frustrated. And when you're frustrated, you're going to make different decisions. You're going to communicate differently. And so at the end of the day, when they get home from work, they walk inside the house and the partner goes to them, how's your day? And they go, oh, fuck, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And then they get back into that mindset again. And so most business owners keep reinforcing a shitty mindset because they have a shitty skill set and they're not developing their skill set and they haven't got the mindset in order to develop the skill set. So both of those two things keep them stuck. It is so important to make sure that you keep working on those two things. Let's come back to the social media and the validation. So for me, what I realized was that the impact of social media and the likes and the followers and, and using that to be able to validate my own decisions and my own thoughts had massively impacted my life, so much so that I didn't know what winning looked like anymore to me. I didn't know what success looked like. And what I thought success and winning looked like wasn't actually really what it looked like. When I stripped away everything, it really brought me back to why I do what I do and why I love waking up every day and why I love doing all the things that I do. I love training. I love exercising. I love teaching. I love coaching. You know, these are the things that have been driving me for 20 plus years, maybe even more. You know, I started exercising and training at the gym when I was 14 years of age, I turned 40 this year. I've rarely missed a week of exercise in that whole time period, 25 years. So it's 25 years without missing really a week of exercise because I'm always exercising. It's just something that I have to do. I have to move. So I'm either going for a walk, I'm going to the gym. You know, I'm always trying to do something physical and have done since, you know, I was 15 since I first entered the gym or 14. You know, these are things that really make me thrive in life. And I'd started to forget that because I just lost myself in allowing external validation to drive and dictate my behaviors. So I hope for any of you listening, you go back and you do maybe a bit of a self-assessment on how you make decisions, how you live life, how you validate. Are your validations coming from within or your validations external? Are you trying to prove yourself to others? Does external validation matter? A lot of people say that it doesn't, because if you asked me a couple of months ago and you said to me, does external validation matter? I would have said, no, I don't care what other people think. And I thought that I didn't. But when I stopped in that moment and grabbed my journal and I started writing for a couple of days and, and really figuring it out, I just realized how much it actually does, how much everybody else was dictating my decision-making in business, whether it be Jess, whether it be our customers, whether it be people on social media, it really made a massive impact. So I hope that that helps. I hope it gives you something to think about. I would highly recommend to go and do an order on your own life or your own mindset, even over the next couple of weeks. Just look and ask yourself, am I making decisions or are other people making decisions for me because of the infiltration of their thoughts on my decisions? I hope that helps driven mofos. Have a great day and I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Take care and keep kicking ass. 